like let's say we're at a conference in person and you had never seen me online, would I have the same credibility? No. Zero, right? I would just be some person that they paid to, to talk to you, right? It wouldn't be the same thing at all. So you have to think about it the same way. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Okay, so I just have to tell you a good a story about the song we were just hearing, because you all know that song is from Trolls, right? I love that movie. I'm not much into like the animated movies, but Trolls was one of my favorites. So that was also the song that my husband and I walked down after we got married. That was our Can't Stop the Feeling song. That was our, our song. So I love that song. It's got a very personal, uh, very personal uh, story too, behind it. Anyway, okay, so I want to talk this morning about omnipresence. So when I say omnipresence, this is going to be an interactive call. Okay. So come off mute, shout out, get excited, put it in the chat. Uh, when I say omnipresence, what do you hear? Everywhere. Everywhere. You're everywhere. Everywhere. People cannot escape you. <laughs> no, tell me, tell you once you... Once you're there, you can't stop. I actually had someone who came on my team one time and his girlfriend was like, okay, Linnea, I see you. I see you. She's never even met me. It's funny. Um, but um, yeah, so everywhere, right? Like omnipresence is like everywhere. And everywhere, I'm talking about like, you guys, I'm not talking about just online. Right. I'm not talking about just online. Yeah, you see me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yeah, maybe TikTok. I'll, I'll tell you, you probably don't see me too much on TikTok. I'm not really into TikTok. You don't really see me much on YouTube unless you go back and watch some of my old YouTube videos, but you will see me on Google and see my website, right? But if you live near me, you also see me in your mailbox. You see me in your grocery store. You see me at your gas station. You see me at your drugstore. Okay. You see me out and about in the community. You see me at the gym. So when I'm talking about omnipresence, I'm not talking about just being everywhere online, but seeing me in the community and seeing me in person starts with seeing me online. So my point is that you have to have a really strong online presence to, to uh, back up your in-person presence. Because if I was sitting here telling you guys, I'm sitting here I'm in front of you, or I come to you, like let's say we're at a conference in person and you had never seen me online, would I have the same credibility? No. Zero, right? I would just be some person that they paid to to talk to you, right? It wouldn't be the same thing at all. So you have to think about it the same way. When you go and you are talking to um, people when you out in the community, like you have to have something to back it up, especially because a large majority of our buyers right now are millennials. A large majority of the of the housing people who are purchasing and sell and selling and buying houses and sometimes selling too are millennials. Okay, they grew up. Hey, who's a millennial here? Are we having any millennials on the call? Not very, none. Okay, cool. No millennials. All right. We're all Gen X, Gen X and above, or maybe Gen Z. I don't know. Okay, 
but I'm Gen X, okay? So I'm one of I'm a young Gen X, whatever they call. It. I'm a geriatric millennial, and depending on what area, what area, what area you're looking at, I'm 45, okay, 45. So whatever that means. I grew up understanding that there is a balance between going and playing outside and then eating dirt, and not eating dirt, okay? I grew up understanding that we I had I played what the Oregon Trail at school, right? I wasn't allowed computers or calculators in school, right? So, but but there, the, not too far behind me, my brother. He grew up with in front of a computer. So that person is the person buying home. So if you don't have credibility online, it doesn't matter what you say or what you do in person, you've got to back it up. So I'm going to show you today my path to being omnipresent. And just to give you a full disclaimer, I'm going to tell you a lot of coaching and coaches that I followed, a lot of coaches that I signed on with, a lot of coaching that I signed into. Because it is a combination of all of the coaches and all of the lessons that I have learned over time that have gotten me to be at this omnipresent phase. So when I share this with you, I just want you to know up front, I'm going to tell you there's a lot of coaches that I'm going to, to acknowledge here. Because I didn't do this alone. Okay, it wasn't just me. I didn't, but I was on my, my accountability call this morning. And Brittany was like, so Lydia, you're just going to tell people you woke up like this? And I was like, yeah, I just woke up one day. I was like, yeah, I'm here. And it didn't happen that way. There's a lot of resources, a lot of time, a lot of energy spent in learning and implementing the right things from each coaching program that I took that helped me get to where I am today. Okay, you ready? Baby boomer. Baby boomers. Okay, we got boomers. We got Gen Xers. I don't think we have no millennials though. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, here we go. So, oh, Bert, Bert, did Bert say he's a millennial? Is that what I just thought? Okay. So omnipresence, I want you to be everywhere. So first of all, I want you to know a little bit more about me. Uh, let me actually share the right presentation here so you don't have to see my notes. Okay, so get you the right window. We are good. Okay. So um, first thing I want you to know about, about me. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. If you do know, cool, you're going to hear this again because I start talking about it all the time. So real estate is my third and final career. I spent 10 years in the banking and mortgage industry. I actually wrote loans in 2008. In 2008, the market crashed, as we all know. I was young, irresponsible, horrible with money. And for me, trying to be in mortgages just made zero sense. So I actually went and got a real job and I worked in retail. I worked for Nordstrom. I was there for 12 years. Um, I worked everywhere from being on the sales floor into leadership. I managed a team of 200 people. Um, we took our business to be the number two business in the entire company within a period of 18 months. Um, then that got me into corporate where I worked in coaching, systems, processes, purchasing, and planning. So if you have to understand, like my background is not, is it, it's, it's very all-encompassing, right? I have sales, I have marketing, I have coaching, I have leadership, I have, I have processes and planning. So when you understand about my business, a lot of people ask me, how do I get so much done in my business? Well, it's because I have a strong background. I've been in, it's been ingrained in me. The very first day that I got into real estate, I had one mindset, one mindset, a singular mindset. And that mindset has never changed. And that mindset is that failure is not an option. How many of you felt that way when, it, when you got into real estate? Like you literally will not fail at this business, right? You have to have that mindset. If you don't have that mindset, you're going to let the market going like this get you out of the business, right? So failure is literally not an option. And that is how, that's the singular mindset that I still carry to this day. And regardless of anything else going on, it's literally that mindset. 
In fact, I try to tell people when you're setting goals, you have to have a you have to have a consequence to not achieving your goal that is greater than any other pain you could ever imagine. So for me, that pain, that consequence, if I don't make it, if I don't make it, I have to get a job. And I hated a job. I hated having a job. So you have to have a consequence that is so, that is stronger than the reward because the reward is great, right? The reward is going to motivate you, but there has to be a pain that that drives that motivation. There has to be. Because without a pain, it's not going to be as strong for you. So for me, the number one mindset, the singular mindset that I carried was that failure is not an option. Okay. So starting out, what I did is I learned to come into real estate and take and treat it like a business. Real estate is a business. If you've ever worked with me or talked to me on a one-on-one situation, you understand what I mean when I say that. My business is not about, it's not about anything else other than how to be, how to become, how to make people happy how to give people more and how to use the background that I have to create something that I can actually scale because I personally want to not have to sell homes for the rest of my life. I want to actually retire and have a very good, a very good life when I retire. So the very first step that I took, and you can write these down because these, these are how I became omnipresent in order. I'm going to tell you how I prioritize the things that are important to me. The very first step that I took was mastering social media. I chose to work with a social media marketing firm to learn organic strategies. If you've heard me talk about any of my organic strategies, like what I have today is, is obviously is, is developed over years, six years of what I learned originally. But I worked with a firm not to post for me, but to teach me what I needed to know about social media. Because social media is a psychology. It's a, social media marketing is a psychology. So I learned how to use what they were teaching me and that actually helped me take my business um, from zero to $100,000 in 10 months with entirely organic strategies. So my first year in the business, I made $100,000. Didn't spend any money other than my, the, the amount that I spent with, my, with the firm. Okay, so social media took me $100,000. The next step after I mastered social media, I mastered organic social media, including Group, groups and open houses and so much more to my organic strategies. If you've learned anything about them, there's a ton in there. The next step was that I had to master digital marketing. So who else do you go to when you want to learn digital marketing? Krista Mayshore. So I went, I went and joined with Krista Mayshore because uh, it's basically as I was a, my first year as a full-time agent. So this $100,000 was done as a part-time agent. I was still working my corporate job. And I said, okay, well, once I get into the full-time business, I got to do something different, right? Because I want to make more than $100,000. So I joined Krista Mayshore. And following Krista's blueprint for success, my business quadrupled in 12 months. The second year of my business, I made $400,000. Um, and that was because I mastered digital marketing. Okay, so I've got social media. I've got digital marketing. The next step is that I wanted to get more leads faster. How many of you want more leads faster? Okay. I bet you all know who, who, who I chose to go to here for this one. How do you get more leads faster? Well, the one answer for me is Street Text. Street Text grew my database by 500% in less than six months. 500% in less than six months. Now, just like with anything, conversion doesn't happen overnight. Right? I had to use what I learned from my social media strategies and what I learned from Krista to help me learn how to convert street text business. So street text 
quickly became a large part of my business. In fact, I think in 2022, it was the number three source of business and 2023 is the number two source of business for me. So I learned how to get more leads faster. So social media, digital marketing, get more leads faster. The next step, Google and YouTube, right? I understood Facebook, got that down. So Google and YouTube. So I decided to sign up with a company called Agent Launch in March of 2022. That really helped me learn Google pay-per-click. It also really helped me learn YouTube, which is organic. Because you're going to learn real quick. I love organic business. Most of us do. But you have to master it. Organic business just doesn't come without without prescription to it. Like there's there's a there's a blueprint to organic business. My YouTube grew from 120 to 516 subscriptions in 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 6 months and I had eight closed deals in 2022 directly from YouTube. One video on YouTube, eight deals. Okay? And to be honest with you, that wasn't even a video that I had done that year. That was one of my very first videos that I did back in 2019 when I took a little tiny piece of land listing. It just made me an expert in a very niche market here in Washington. Okay. Okay. From there, I needed to develop my signature system because you're understanding I've got social media down, right? I've got digital marketing. I've got YouTube, right? I've got more leads faster. So I needed to develop my signature system and master my operations, which was the missing piece. So I decided to join a one-year mastermind called Seven Figure Agent. Mm -hmm. And that grew my business. That allowed me to scale my business. And let me just tell you something. If you have not thought about scaling your business, I really want you to think about what it's done for me. Scaling has allowed me to go from a solo agent to running around and doing everything myself. I had an admin, okay? But scaling from myself to a VA to an admin to multiple buyer's agents to a transaction coordinator, scaling has allowed me to work less and make more. So I used to work Monday through Sunday, showing homes all weekend long, okay? I used to work all the freaking time. And I'm not talking about on my business as much. I'm talking about in the business. Talking about in the business. And in the business is the hardest work. In the business is the driving around, showing homes, removing key boxes, putting up signs, cleaning houses, blah, blah, blah. That's the in the business. That's what I was doing all the time. So allowing, so mastering my operations, mastering my automations, mastering my systems, and learning how to have leverage and how to hire the right people. You guys, I have the best people on my team. The absolute best. I will go head to head on anybody who tries to tell me your team is better than mine because my team is that good. And that didn't happen by accident. It didn't happen because I just randomly woke up and said, oh, I'm here. let me just put somebody here. I have done that. Done that. Don't get me wrong. And that was not the right way. So what I learned was how to hire the right people. And I will tell you, I had inspiration because a good friend of mine, you guys all know her and you love her dearly. Her name is Wendy. She has the best second Wendy like, if you guys know Joanna, I'm like, I need a Joanna in my life. Like, that's who I say. And then he's like, yeah, you do. Basically, you do. I'm like, can I have her? No, absolutely not. So, you guys, you like, scaling and leveraging my business has been the best thing I could have done for myself. Yes, it was hard work. And yes, it costs money. Hey, <laughs> but you're just sitting right here. I have not, this has not been free. Okay, so I went from social media marketing, right? Organic social media marketing to digital marketing to getting more leads faster to mastering YouTube 
to scaling my business and developing a signature system. So what you're basically learning is that it didn't happen by accident. Now I'll show you what, how I'll show you in just a second. Here. I have a couple slides where I'm going to show you where people see me, but omnipresence happened because I did it by design. And the most important thing I started out this, this whole conversation with, I had one singular mindset, right? The most important thing is that omni has, omnipresence happened one step at a time. So if you are this person who has a million and one things on your to-do list and it's so overwhelming and you're getting zero of it done, right? And you go to bed every night and you're like, well, what the hell did I actually do today? What the heck did I actually do today? Sorry. How many of you can relate to that feeling? It's because you're doing too much. You got to stop. You got to stop doing that. One step at a time. I had one singular mindset in this business and that mindset is the same mindset I have today. Failure is not an option. I mean, sure, I fail at things. I fail really fast and I fail a lot. But failure in the sense of not being able to succeed in this business is absolutely not an option for me. And that's because I take it one step at a time. I pull, I allow, you see, if any of you have been in any of those coaching programs that I just told you, there's a crap ton of information in all of them. Am I right? There is definitely no question about the value that you get from coaching. Am I right? But what happens is that we go into these coaching programs and we see all this amazing stuff and we try to compare ourselves to others and we say, I want to be there. I talk to people right now, Linnea, I want to be where you are. Okay, cool. Where are you at right now? I'm trying to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And this. I, I lose count. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? I don't get it. I don't get it. What, what, what's all the million things on your plate? Okay, so what are you actually doing? And I, it's, I, I don't, I'm not laughing at people. I'm not laughing at you when I laugh, but I'm like, what are you actually doing? Because you see, I also have taken a lot of the same coaching programs you have. That's probably where a lot of you know me from. It's one of these various forms of various places I just showed you. But the one thing that I have done that has helped me be successful is that I have taken it one step at a time. I have invested in myself and I have invested in my business. And the trick to taking it one step at a time is to implement the most valuable piece. Because every coaching program is going to offer you value. Every single one, every coaching program works, every single coach works. The only thing it doesn't is you. So you got to take the most valuable piece and you have to focus on the one thing that's going to make the biggest difference. Because that one thing is what led me to here. And this is where people see me today. One step at a time. You see me at the gym, mailbox, YouTube, Facebook, community events, grocery store, LinkedIn, TikTok, Google, gas station, on my signs, uh, in my Instagram stories, on, in your, on your phone, in your text message, in your inbox, literally everywhere. Because I took it one step at a time. And I took one thing from each piece, one valuable piece. And I know sometimes it's really hard because you have all these amazing ideas. You have all these amazing ideas. Everybody's got this fantastic idea and it works so well for them. And you haven't yet found that one thing that's worked that well for you. So you want to go do what that other person did 
that made that worked really well for them. Can you relate to that? Okay, I can. That's why I say it. And I say this. I say this from experience, not just that I'm assuming. <laughs> this is experience. I've done the same thing. So you you compare yourself and you say, okay, I want to be like Wendy. Wendy can do A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P all in like five seconds. Okay, but she, she can't. She's amazing, but she's not. She's not a superhero. Okay. I can do a million things, but it's, I'm not a superhero, okay? It's having extreme focus is what it is. The difference is focus. The difference is, is choosing that one piece of most of the most valuable item that you really want, that one lever that's going to make the biggest difference in your business and pulling that lever 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 and pulling that lever, pulling that lever until you see the results that you want over time for it to happen. I listened, was it Ed Milet? I just listened to his podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Every podcast I'm listening to right now is the exact same message. So I don't know. It could have been a million of them. But you have to, like, the most successful people do the most mundane things. The most successful people do the most mundane things. I'm going to take it right back to the gym because that is, like, my biggest area of success in life. Okay? I have wild success at the gym. 20 years ago, I was looking at pictures and I was like, I want to look like that. And I do now. 20 years of going to the gym five days a week, eating the same thing, tracking my food, understanding what I'm eating. Does that sound fun to anybody? No. But you know what's fun today is that I can have a piece of cake and I don't care. I can eat a piece of cake. I can eat a whole cake if I want to and I don't care today. But if I would have eaten a piece of cake every single day for the last 20 years, I wouldn't look the same way I look today. See what I'm trying to say? So it's like you've got to have the most mundane things. And so every coaching program that you take is going to have a million different ideas. And every one of those ideas is going to work. They are. But if you're trying to do them all at the same time, if you can't get your focus down, it's not going to work. So that's the reason why things don't work. I see people all the time. It's like, that coaching program didn't work for me. Okay, I, I doubt that. I doubt the coaching program didn't work. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. What I think didn't work was the fact that you just didn't have focus. See, it's, it's 100%. The onus is 100% on us. Okay, so let me show you. So, go ahead. So how do you decide out of all those millions of things, mm-hmm. which, which one is going to be which one's going to work for you? I mean, is there a, I don't know, is something going to stick out or how, I mean, you know. You decide and you commit to it. You decide and you commit to it. Like, for example, if you decide that you want to go do, you want to call expireds, for example, I don't know why, just the, the, the sample they had, the other came to my head. I would never do it, but it's fine. Let's say you want to call expireds, okay? And you say, I'm going to call expireds and you give them, one round of phone calls and you get one round of rejections. Did you really call expired? Are you really apt to say that didn't work for me? Yeah, you are because you're like, oh, it didn't work because you're not committed to it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you want to go and you want to door knock. Okay. Door knocking works too. Every single thing in real estate works. How many of you have been in the business for 20 years or more? Okay. Have you, did you all start, start out door knocking? Have you all door knocked? I door knocked. Six years ago, I door knocked. I got my first five listings from door knocking. Door knocking freaking works. Okay. 
but you have to commit to it. So you got to find the one thing you got to commit to it. You can't like just say, okay, okay, that seems like a great idea. Okay, it didn't work. I tried it one time. My general rule of thumb is you got to try something for at least 90 days to six months to try something to really give it a good idea. Street text, for example, I've done street text for almost three years. It's my number one lead source online. Online lead source is street text, paid lead source. I mean, let me clarify. I've done it for three years. Okay. Did I convert business in like a matter of a month? No. Who else, who else uses street text? Who converts? Who else closes from street text? Wendy, Steve, how long have you guys, Wendy, I know you're busy. Just hold up fingers. How long have you been using street text? Four years. And how long did it take you to actually start converting? Sorry, Wendy. She's like doing her hair. Uh, it actually, that's kind of funny because normally it takes a long time, but I literally closed my first deal like 45 days after I joined. Mine was but, three months. Yeah. Mine was three months. Yeah, normally it's not that fast. Um, but, and I like ran an ad before and got a lead like instantly and closed that lead within 45 days also. But some of them we closed a year and a half, two years later. So, All right, Steve, what about you? Yeah, I had the same situation with my first 30 days. I I closed a buyer, at, at a seller that turned into a buyer. So I got two deals in the first 30 days and then nothing for like a year and a half, <laughs> right? So it's like, it was, but I still, yeah. like the system paid for itself. So I still kept going, right? And then now like I, I go back and I look at some, like I, I stepped away from it for a bit. And that I went back into the system and I looked at how many people actually sold and it was, it was my stomach churned. Like if I just kept, kept in touch with those people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you tell me what street text is? <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a link here in just a minute. It's a, okay. it's a Facebook lead source. Um, and so a lot of us, a lot of people use, use it because it makes Facebook ads easy. It's like Facebook ads for dummies. To be honest with you, like you don't have to understand Facebook ads manager at all, which is which is the biggest value for me when it comes to street text. Like, have you ever tried to run Facebook ads? Okay, it's impossible. Okay, <laughs> I'm a pretty smart person. I don't want to know Facebook ads manager, let's be honest. But what I'll tell you guys is this. Um, with street text, for example, like I said, I've run, I've been using it for three years, three years. And I'm gonna tell you the same trick, the same thing that I just told you. This hopefully will not come as a surprise to anybody considering the conversation we're having right now. Street Tets works for me because I focus on one ad. One ad. I'm not running 500 ads. Okay. If any of you are in my coaching, you will know, you'll see very quickly, I run one ad and I master the conversion of that ad. So do I change the ad? No. Do I change my conversion strategy? Yes, because the ad is working. Because if I'm getting leads, if I'm getting leads, the ad is working. If I'm not converting, is that the ad's fault? Not the ad's fault. That's Linnea's fault. So Pat, to answer your question, you got to find one thing and you got to choose to commit to it. Like Steve just told you he had, he had success right away and he saw a year and a half without success. But Steve is still, that's actually how I met Steve with street text. So we're still in street text. 
Okay. The other thing I want to tell you is my very first six months in the business. Yes, I had a job. Okay. Thankfully I had a job, but my first six months in the business, I had zero business. How many of that, like if you guys had just started out in real estate, is six months in the business enough to make you with zero deals? Is that enough to make you give up? So I'm seeing yeses. Let's be honest. It's okay if it's not. Some people it's yes. For me, it was not, obviously. But it could be for some people. So if you're the type of person who's like, if I could have, if I had zero for six months, I'm going to give up. I mean, I kept going. I was like, no, all I need is momentum. So you got to commit. You have to be full heartedly committed. How many of you are parents? A lot of you are parents. Are you wholeheartedly committed to your children? Like there is literally nothing that is going to stop you from helping your child be successful, have a have an amazing life, be better than you are, right? There's literally nothing that is going to stop you. You have to have that same commitment to whatever you're putting into your business. If you don't, if you don't, that's when you're going to lose focus and that's when you're going to waste money and that's when you're going to run around and try to be like, what's going on? What's going on? So... Now, let me tell you real quick, if you want my, my little secrets, I'll give you four tips to my, um, I'll give you, actually, I'm going to be three tips, three, I lied, not four, and maybe three, three quick tips. First of all, I want to show you my favorite platform. So if you want to be online, okay, you want social platforms, these are in order the way in which I like platforms. You're probably not surprised. I love Instagram, my favorite platform, okay? These are the order of which I like platforms. Basically, because this is the order of how I get business online. Instagram. I get so much business from Instagram. It's easy. Okay. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Google business in that order. These are all the way that I like my leads to come in from online. So this helps me prioritize where I'm going to spend my time in creating content, for example. Because I know where my business is coming. I know where it's coming from. So that's where I want to spend my time tools that you need to have into your business. If you don't have them already, uh, Sherry, go ahead and take a, take a, your scan that QR code. If you don't have these tools already, you need to get them. Number one is street text. Okay. It's retargeting and niche marketing made easy. Like I said, it's my number two source of business in 2023 and 2022 is my number three source of business. The next tool, you're probably not surprised to hear this if you follow me at all, is HomeBot. You have to absolutely have HomeBot if you are in the US. If you need help finding a HomeBot sponsor, please send me a message. I will. Ha I have a sponsor for you in every state, but you need to have HomeBot. HomeBot will help you convert. Also, it pairs really well with street text. It's amazing what it does for you. HomeBot will help you convert if you have HomeBot set up correctly. And the third thing, and this is like, take this or leave it. You have to have a CRM. My personal favorite CRM is follow-up boss. If you don't have a CRM, you need to find a CRM that you like. Okay. And then just a real quick tip on how to follow up like a boss. Email campaigns need to be integrated with video. You want to drive people back to your social channels, YouTube, whatever social channels you want. You want to drive people back to your website and you want to deliver items of value. You also need to be consistent with your follow-up. Like Steve told you, Steve's example is a great example. A year and a half, and he went back and looked at all the people that he hadn't reached out to and he hadn't followed up with, and guess what happened? A lot of those people had sold. If he had just been consistent and just followed up, he would have, he could have, we don't know for sure, but he could have, he, he definitely had more opportunity to have more opportunities than if he didn't follow up. 
So your follow-up needs to be consistent. And if you don't have a CRM, it's really hard to be consistent. I talked to like three people yesterday who told me they're still following up in a spreadsheet. And cool, good good news on you if you're following up on a spreadsheet and it's working for you. But if it's not working for you, you probably need to get a CRM. And the final thing that I want to tell you is um, don't overthink it. So I think what happens when, when you go back to the whole, like all these things coming in and all the overwhelm, right? All the stuff, all the stuff coming at us. We're trying to think like, how do you know what to choose? Like Pat had a really good question. It's a really, it's a really normal question. How do you know what to choose? You don't, you don't. I can't tell you. I mean, I tell you right now, Instagram works for me. I have so many people who are like, what? Instagram works for you? What? How do you do that? Right. But for some of you, it's it's calling aspireds for some of you it's it's community newsletters for some of you it's it's eddm for some of you it's facebook leads for some of you it's youtube leads for some of you it's cold calling i don't know we all have different things that work for us so you've got to find the one thing that you're really comfortable with the one thing that you think that you can have a full-on commitment to and you have to commit to it because without a commitment you're just making dreams and dreams are great. We all need dreams. We all need a vision. You've heard me talk about that before. It's not surprising. But you got to have a commit. You got to like die hard commit to it. Okay. So one more slide I will share with you here. And I have a couple of questions. So uh, there's actually a lot of people are asking like, how do I get, um, how do I get um, to master social media? Emily, the great news is um, I can actually teach everything that I learn now. So um, I'll be happy to share with you the link for that if you want to connect, book a call with me. Uh, I think Rita asked for the street text slide again. There it is. So if you want to know more about street text, click on that, scan that QR code because that QR code will help you uh, learn more. You can also send me a message on Facebook or leave a message in our Facebook group. Um, if you need a HomeBot sponsor, can you just put that in the Facebook group? Because I'll forget. Unless Preeti's here and she's writing this down. I don't know. Preeti, are you here? I think I saw her, but I don't know if she's actually here still. Um, okay. Anyway, so uh, if you need a HomeBot sponsor, send me. Thank you. Can you can you write down the people who are um, uh, who need a HomeBot sponsor? Just go through the comments for us real quick and get those. It'll be awesome. Thank you. Okay. So street text. Okay. So if you want to know more about any of the stuff that I taught you, I'm happy to share. Um, I do have a link. You can book a call right here. Just scan this QR code. That will take you right to my calendar. I can tell you more about any of these programs that I went to. I'd be happy to share. And I also tell you how I can help you too. Okay. Any other questions in here? There's a lot. Okay. Preeti, I hope you're getting all these. Rita, Rita has a question. So um, thank you so much for being you by line. Thank you. Being you. So, you know, everybody, I have all this momentum and different things I've invested in. And I really, I just summed up, how do you clean house to just get started? Almost like there's a new day. Sometimes we just let momentum take us away. We have systems and tools we're using. And um, as attractive as I am to these pieces, it's like, I feel like there's so much. I just need to just call it, you know, divorce it and call it, you know, quit kind of thing. Yeah, sometimes you have to. So that's what I did. I did. So my story is that in 2021, I had spent over $350,000 on marketing. It's insane when I think about it. Uh, and I was negative at the end of the year. And I don't like being negative because I work really hard. I don't want to have a negative profit. 
Um, so in the beginning of 2022, I just went and cut 90%. I just cut. I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I can do without it. I can do without it. I could, I literally just like started just cutting, discarding everything. And that's how I started. And then I was a little bit more strategic after I did that. I just, I had to get that out of me. Cause I was like, ah, right. Then I actually was a little bit more strategic and I implemented a monthly, uh, audit of my business. And in my monthly audit, I look at things like, um, what am I spending money on? How much is it making me spend, make, spend, make. So that's kind of how I started, right? Cause now it's way more involved. Now it's much more like, what is that profit margin? Cause now I have an actual profit margin we need to make from everything. Um, so I first started with like, am I, spe- am I making, am I spending money here? Cool. Is it making me money? Cool. That was kind of the very first layer. I think Wendy does something very similar. Cause she's talked about this too. Because if it doesn't, if it's basically like street text, for example, okay, here's a really good example because I've used street text now for three years. So street text, if if I was spending money on street text, $160 a month or whatever it is a month that I spend on it, and I wasn't making any money, I didn't care what the money was. If it was a zero, I would just cut it. But street text, for example, just turned out to be the one that I kept because I was making money. Like another example is like Google, Google pay per click. I spent a ton of money on Google pay per click. And yeah, I was making money. So I kept it for a while. But then as I started getting a little bit more into understanding my financials and understanding the analytics of my own business, I realized that the cost per lead was actually more than what I wanted it to be. It wasn't actually proving to be profitable. So again, just kind of like omnipresence happened over a period of time, implementing one thing at a time. It was just started one step at a time. So if you're at the point where you think that you're spending too much, I would literally just go and like, if you haven't touched something, it's kind of like discarding stuff from your own house. I'm doing this right now. You guys have committed to throwing at least one item away every day from my house. I've thrown away like a hundred items this month. Like my trash can's just full. I'm like, get rid of it, right? Get rid of it. I like, it's like, if the sparks joy, no, I don't do that. But it's more like if I touch something and I'm like, do I need this? What do I even have this for? Like, what do I have this? Like the thing you'll probably see is like, bomb, bomb, loom. Uh, you probably need one of those. And you probably don't need both of them. You don't need Vimeo if you have YouTube. Right, you'll be a pay for Vimeo if you have YouTube. You don't need like if you're doing um, um, some other things that I can think of would be like like a lot of times with Zoom, like you're paying for extra storage in Zoom, but you don't need to pay for extra storage in Zoom if you have Google Drive. So like those are like kind of how you have to look at it like that, and that's just been how I've been able to like eliminate the excess clutter of expenses, and that actually helps me make, help me make a lot more money as well. Okay. Takia, are you still in some type of coaching? Yes, I actually am. I'm always in coaching. Uh, my coaching now is I'm actually working with a content uh, marketing company because I'm learning how to make better content. Um, and so um, that's what I'm doing now. So eventually, I'm sure we'll probably be teaching you a lot more about that too. I like to teach what I learn too, because why not? So, okay. Any other questions? Thoughts, feedback? Um, D, I'm working with a company called Hookpoint. Cool. Okay, I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you have questions, um, also, if you want to just kind of share your feedback in the Facebook group, I would love to help increase the engagement in that group. So I'm going to go and post in there in a second, like what were your biggest call-outs. I would love if you could help me participate and grow the engagement in our group because it does help a lot. So, okay, I will see you all next week and talk to you later. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.